all I ever wanted was a ballerina Barbie in her pretty pink tutu. My birthday. I was 10. And do you know what they got me? Malibu Barbie. Malibu Barbie. The nightmare. The nerve. That's not what I wanted. That's not who I was. I was a ballerina. Graceful. Delicate. They had to go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Debbie Jelinski. <laughs> I mean, credit first to the name, Debbie Jelinski. Debbie Jelinski. It's kind of like in Stranger Things, Joyce Byers. Joyce Byers. It's so perfect. Debbie. Debbie. Yeah, yeah. No, Debbie and Jelinski. Yes. Oh, I love it. I, uh, and, and not just Debbie Jelinski, but let's also say the name. Of Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack. I Let's mean, Joan really... Cusack made this movie. It brought it to another level. Yeah. Uh, and she created this character in Debbie that was hyper feminine, super powerful, mm-hmm. super funny. Yeah. Villains, you know, they're not always funny. They're not always that likable. And I just love Debbie every single time she was on the screen. Yeah. What I <clears throat> what I love about Joan Cusack and the way that she acts when she gets kind of like in, in comparison to like someone like Diane Keaton, who when she gets kind of flustered and overwhelmed, I, I, I need to leave the room because I'm... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 you know, grabbing at her turtleneck, you know? Oh, yeah. but <laughs> Fixing her tie. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> La-di-da. But when Joan Cusack lets her characters go to that place, it's like... It's like there's a bunch of ducks in a pond and you've thrown a rock and they've all gone squawking and honking <laughs> away. And that's what she does. And it's and it's so great to see that in uh, in this kind of character. Oh, yeah. You know, like you think of like in and out, you know, like the, who she played in that. Oh, right. Um, and she kind of gets those same heights. Yeah. Is everybody gay? You yeah. know, yeah. And she kind of goes there here, but she's not the fool. She's this villain. Oh, my God. Yeah. Totally. In, totally in control. Totally powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I mean, what makes this so campy is that her whole reason for being an evil psych- psychopath mm-hmm. is that she didn't get the Barbie doll that she wanted. She right. she was miscast right. by her parents. She was not... Um, she, by the way, she is not a ballerina, right? Yes, and right, she didn't yeah. want to face that truth right. at a chi- as a child, mm-hmm. and so that cognitive dissonance has been plaguing her whole life. And right. you know, like you, you just create these reasons, and um, that is hilarious. Yeah, that well, we find out that the whole reason she's like this is because she got the wrong goddamn Barbie doll when she was a kid. Right, right, and that that was so formative to her identity, which which I guess makes <laughs> oh for sense, sure, right? For it's sure. Like, well, no, that's also. I mean, it's an interesting commentary. Yeah, right? it's like yeah. I got the wrong Barbie doll. Right, and instead of the instead of the one with the art and the ambition, I got the bimbo. You know, Malibu Barbie, right? With the cheap clothes, with the cheap clothes, yeah. and like, and maybe like a, a pink fake jeep. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, pink I'll take jeep. a pink jeep. Hey, why not? I'm mad know? at it. Yeah, maybe if it's on diesel fuel. Well, sure, sure. You know, <laughs> go big or go a home. Smart car, perhaps an I, electric know, I, one. I would love an electric pink jeep. <laughs> And not I just, feel like they make those for Barbies. They do. They're those little Hot Wheels ones. Yeah, which I actually always wanted as My kid. My six-year-old probably owns one. Yeah, yeah. your six-year-old niece. Yeah, exactly. unless a child. My niece, right? Yeah. No, I right. don't have a child. Yeah. I don't. I just have a cat who right, acts like a child. Might as well be. He's yeah. curled up next to me on my backpack. Oh, good. Um, yeah. Good. Good friend. Yes. Um, so. um, yeah, no, so I I mean, I love this. This uh, there's n- There's nothing more 
campy than that. You yeah. know, she's this obsessed with money, gold digger, large breasts, this blonde bombshell, just very owning her sexuality, mm-hmm. using her sexuality. Yeah, it's the confidence. Yes, she. It, yes, the perfect example is when she meets Thing. Oh my God! And she starts sucking on his fingers, yeah. and she says, and, "I'm good with my hands." Yeah. <laughs> So quick, so casual, NBD. And it's yeah. when she does it, it's like, why is this sexy? Like, what? why am I, like, about this? She's she's brilliant. It's just, it's brilliant. incredible. I She's amazing. Yeah, she, she's not shamed by men. It's another reason why I yeah. loved her. She's not shamed by men. She actually controls and kills them. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? She exploits them where they're most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Mrs. White from The Clue. Right. Mm-hmm. Flies are where men are most vulnerable. Um <laughs> Men should be like Kleenex, soft, strong, and disposable. Um, no, and, and she uses her feminine powers to manipulate them um, mm-hmm. just to expose their weakness, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is epic for yeah. me, you know, yeah. and the mm-hmm. perfect character in Debbie. Uh, mm-hmm. She is this evil, disgusting person that is in this package of a, you know, a hyper feminine uh, per, a woman right and it's an interesting contrast to and this is i'm going to go full all right mary right now on the adam's family values um it's such an interesting contrast to someone like fester who is just disgusting looking but he seems like a nice guy oh yeah he's great <laughs> he's yeah. Like, he seems great i mean you know it, it he, i'm just like oh, he's a nice guy i mean he's a little gross do you but... know what fester means means to rot <laughs> <laughs> And Christopher Lloyd, Christopher, uh, talk about a transformation. He is Christopher remarkable. fucking Lloyd. You forget that that's Christopher yeah, Lloyd. You he's this tall, lanky guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh my God, yeah. he's brilliant. Christopher in this movie. Lloyd. Yeah, he really. Uh, all of them. I'm. I'm very keen when we get as we get into this episode to just. I just want to talk about the cast. Oh my God. I just want to go through and name some names. It's just so fabulous. And just give some love so that everyone gets credit. Yeah, but just to kind of end on this clip. I mean, I saw suddenly Seymour. Shout out to her. One mm-hmm. of my favorite, if not my favorite, New York City drag queen. Um, she did a whole. I think I posted it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a whole montage of like crazy psychopath and after this clip she lip syncs this clip she lip syncs to barbie girl oh that's great yeah. oh well maybe and maybe you can repost it because i would love to see that again oh, i yeah. remember seeing that um yeah this this is i mean we talk about like when we did the double wears prada is like i want to see a queen do this monologue right i want to see a queen embody this woman like i totally want to see a queen embody debbie oh, jolinsky that's God. my kind of drag debbie the black widow the black widow yeah yeah i oh, love her so yeah. anyway mary uh why don't you tell our marys what they're listening to they are of course listening to a bonus episode of all right mary delicate graceful which is our <laughs> podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny. And I am Colin. And today, we're, as I said, we're giving you a bonus episode, as we are wont to do, and we are covering the much-requested Adam's Family Values. Adam's Family fucking Values. This movie, I, I saw it in the theaters mm-hmm. with, like, my friends. Yeah. You know, my dad took us. The magical year of 1993. 1993. So many good things came yes. out in 1993. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of our bonus episodes are going to be back Yeah, it really is just um, the canon of 1993. But, uh, yeah, I'm so happy to talk about this film. Um, uh, if anything, not just for Joan Cusack, but for Angelica Houston, 
for Christina Ricci, yes. for Christine Berfucking-Ransky. Yes, the the women. I mean, I, I've the never... The women! The women! I've, <laughs> I've never seen this movie before. You've never seen this? No. no. Oh, my so God! I went into it going, all right, well, you know... All right, wants, Mary. All right, Mary, whoever <laughs> wants to do it. And I, you know, and I just, like, sat down in my, like, watching a movie. I don't know if I feel like watching dress. And, <laughs> like... <laughs> And like five it's minutes. It's polka dots. It's polka dots. <laughs> not a towel yeah. dress. It's lavender, which is a. It's actually not it's blue. Cerulean. It's not turquoise. It's not lapis. It's, it's actually a, cerulean. cerulean. Um, <laughs> just makes me think of um, the recent episode of Squirrel Friends when they did the perfume episode and and um, of season five and then. Uh, Amanda asks Nick like so what would be your scent and Nick's like oh my god I gotta answer this question so he goes on for like five minutes of like trying to answer her question he's like you know what I don't know you ask you drop this 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 bomb on me and I don't even know how to answer <laughs> yeah, 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 it yeah, what yeah. would you do and, right, she, she, and she, knows. she says lavender <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so funny um, well she had all this time to prepare yeah sure as know? he was like yeah. well musky but woodsy but citrusy yeah um, so yeah so my, my not sure if I want to watch this movie or not dress is uh is polka dot and lavender. Um, <laughs> yes, I. What a pleasant surprise, right? I mean, and and because I mean, I watch all of this in the framework of this movie was written by a gay man. There you go. This movie was written by Paul Rudnick, who is uh, he's most well known, I would say, for Jeffrey, which is a play and also a movie. Mm-hmm. He wrote Sister Act One and Two. Uh, co-wrote. He, he co-wrote it. Sister Act Two, at least. Oh, okay, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, in any event, he is. Um, yeah, I mean, he his his gay aesthetic is all over this right. movie. It's oh everywhere, God. and and most. I mean, we just talked about it with Debbie, but like all the women, so many queer writers and directors, and I know we're gonna do a serial mana episode eventually, but um, uh, so many queer directors and writers code code the queer aesthetic and mm-hmm. code these like winks and 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 nods mm-hmm. yeah. to gay people. And it's like a way of telling a joke. It's a certain sense of humor. It's like there's there's something about this movie where I was like, oh, now that I know that there's like a gay lens to it. Yeah. Like all of it. Where is, is it? Yeah. All of it. Now, now, well, and it's everywhere. Right. And now yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is Gotta like, find it. Gotta find it. Yeah, yeah, this is like required viewing for, for gays in terms oh, sure. of like the way we talk about you know, iconic quotable movies. Right. I don't know if people just think like Adam's family is kind of like cheesy or for kids. Or yeah, whatever. like the Brady Bunch. Like right. you just kind of forget that like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Gay people have been in Hollywood forever. Right. And gay writers have been in Hollywood right. forever. And what they can get away with. Exactly. And what they can show you and how they can exp- encode and message. Right, yeah. right. Um, and here it's, it's done. I mean, I don't think there is any... I don't think there's any gay characters in the movie. Like Not outright. outwardly yeah. gay, right. Um, but there is certainly a very queer and queer-friendly cast, including some amazing cameos. I think we should just like quickly just run through this okay, cast. Okay, let's do this. And then we'll go back and give love. Yes, but I don't want to yes, miss yes, anybody. Yes. And I want to also just talk about where this, where, where, what the queer is doing in this movie. Absolutely, absolutely. Because it's brilliant. So, <clears throat> of course... We've got Raul Julia, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, who, he was M. Bison in Street that Fighter. That was his last movie. I mean, yeah. he is. He was such a like. I mean, came and went. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, oh yeah, he was something. I mean, he was around for a couple decades, but like the kind of actor you're like, oh, he would have just kept going yeah. and kept being a star. I he mean, would, like an Al Pacino. He would have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Angelica Houston. I mean, we'll get into her. Don't oh worry. My God. Uh, Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack. Christina Ricci. Right. 
uh, Christopher Lloyd, right? Carol Kane, Carol Kane, Carol Kane. Ah, uh, um, Christine Baranski and Peter McNichol. Peter McNichol are a brilliant right. pair from Ghostbusters Two. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, he's fantastic, and of course Dana Ivy. Oh my God! How could I forget about Dana? Doesn't Ivey? she follow you on Twitter? She does follow me on Twitter. I love Dana Ivy. Yeah. I uh, For Christmas once, we watched a Dana Ivy double feature. <gasps> That's right. We yeah. watched The Color Purple. Yes. And um. Oh shit! What was the other one? Uh. Oh oh oh! Of course. Oh, Home Alone two. There you go. Two turtle doves. Yes. Two turtle doves. <laughs> two Dana Ivy. Two, two, two Dana Ivy. <laughs> two Dana Ivy. Uh, then I want to talk about the smaller roles and cameos, there just you go. so we can give, and then we'll come back and you know. Uh. Obviously, Sam McMurray, the dad um, uh, from Drop Dead from Gorgeous. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Uh, he played uh, what's the, her name? The, the uh, campers. He, yeah, he played the um, Amanda's father. Amanda's father. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and he was Kirstie Alley's husband. And Drop Dead Gorgeous was amazing. Um, still attractive. Uh, still attractive. Yeah, this is when he was definitely still in his prime. Yeah. Uh, we of course get a cameo small role from Nathan Lane. Right. He plays the police officer when they go to complain about mm-hmm. Debbie marrying Fester. Right. We have a very brief cameo or early appearance from Cynthia Nixon as uh, she's one of the, she's one of the first babysitter they interview. <gasps> she's the one about like forest fires. She's like, no, you know, we want to talk about how to prevent forest fires. And then Christina Ricci's <sighs> prevent yeah oh my god um, I, did, I missed that completely yeah. i was like is she in this movie? oh my god i love that other nanny now where is that baby <laughs> <laughs> um david hyde pierce is apparently in the hospital room i guess in the delivery oh d- room. yes yeah. yeah during the yeah in the very beginning right um and tony when, uh when, what, what not what um Qbert is born Qbert yeah, yeah Pubert. Uh, Tony Shalhoub appears as one of the guys who sings Macho Man with, oh yes um, yes and there's a great Love cameo at the wedding or is it funeral uh from Charles Bush he is one of the cousins there's he has one one line and they're standing on the steps and I think uh, people can't see me right now my my mouth is agape yeah I was like yes to this wow it's fabulous maybe we can get we'll post a screenshot on oh Twitter. wow and he has a line i don't remember what it was gotcha but yeah yeah gotcha gal. they got you gal <laughs> so that I, that's i just what a what a cast i mean it's almost like i would expect rupaul to just turn around the exactly, corner exactly exactly yeah. and that's what i love about this is like not the, that there were any black people in this movie no except I, for the i think there were some kids yeah but yeah. No, you're right i don't think there were any yeah. black people in this movie yeah um but it is. It's a. It's a. It's an amazing cast, and I. What I like about it is everybody's game. You know what I mean? Oh my God! I know the fact. I mean the fact that all of these brilliant actors were doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like it was Angelica a thing. Houston, yeah. Oscar yeah. winner Angelica Houston. Right. right. Uh, yeah. It, it's and, and she is. Um, I maybe you. I don't know if you read this online, but the trivia that the way she's her eyes are lit is the same way Faye Dunaway's eyes were lit in Mommy Dearest. Brilliant. And, brilliant. Right. I was wondering because I'm like. It's lit, right? It's right. not makeup. It's yeah, lit yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. totally. Every shot. Every shot. They did it specifically. But they did Mommy, the same thing Mommy in Mommy Dearest. They did the same thing yes. in Mommy Dearest, um, which I fucking loved. Um, and I just thought those, those little things are like, this is this is different kind of coding than what you could do. Right. You know. Oh, oh completely. In the 60s with the yeah. family, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so speaking of that coding, talk to me about the queering of this movie. So... Where where you see it the most for me is at summer camp mm-hmm. because you get to see the Adams kids interacting with quote unquote normal society, mm-hmm. right? And you see that they are, I mean, they stand out, right? So first you have, I mean, the very first scene, right? Um, 
Well, you know, in a sense, I want to also bring this up, right? In a sense, the Adams family, they're the queer, um, and everybody else is this like heteronormative kind of like bullshit society. And mm-hmm. they're all fucking faking it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're yeah. all putting on their own drag. Sure. Too. Sure. Yeah. Um, so in a, in a sense, the Adams family is more themselves. They're more like out of drag in a sense. They're but, not. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. not trying to be something. This is very much what this they are. Who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so first we have Raul Julia or Gomez saying fresh air, this, uh, you know, the scent of pine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and it's awful. And uh, Morticia says, Wednesday, look at all the other children, freckles, their bright little eyes, their eager smiles. Help them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Where yeah. it's just like, this is so weird. This is bizarre. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, the the mother of Amanda jokes to mm-hmm. Wednesday. says, oh, when a girl only has one thing on her mind. Right. And then Wednesday's like homicide. Right. 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 Homicide. Um Anyway, then you get Gary and Becky Martin Granger, Ugh. and it is brilliant when and we 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 finally hear a little bit of oppression, right? Mm-hmm. Where this idea that we're all here to learn, to grow, and just pl- have just plain fun, right? That's what having privilege is all about. That's what having privilege. I mean, that when that line came out, I was like. I was like, did people stand up in the theaters? Because this yeah. is really smart. This is so great. Right. That, like, this is what, like, I think it's kind of like the the, the uh, Brady Bunch movie. That, like, they took this really, like, simple thing. They're like, we're going to do something really different. We're going to say something. We're going to, like, yeah, we're going like, to put them in. This. They're going to, we're going to yeah. put them out of their element. Yeah. And, and contrast it with this regular status quo. And we're going to make it and, work. Well, yeah. And kind of expose kind of how bullshit the status quo is, right? Yeah. So the next shot is the girls and the boys of the summer camp kind of greeting each other mm-hmm. in these very typical oh, that, like, gender montage. roles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And mm-hmm. then you, then we meet another queer. Then we meet, uh, what's his face? Joel Glicker. Glicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, he's he's different looking, right? He's the nerdy boy. He doesn't fit in. And Wednesday notices him. She's like, Oh, here's an ally. Yeah. Very much like when you're the only gay person at a party and you're looking around and then you see somebody's hands kind of flourish up and you're like, God, Oh, I got to walk over there. (laughs) Yep. Cause my people's is over there. Yeah. And like when I started my new job, like two and a half months ago, I was like, Okay, where are the gays? Yeah, at? where are they? Where like, are I knew they? like the I knew like the the general manager, like office manager guy was because I like he was the guy who hired me, and I was like, okay, I got one, right? But you do you look for the others? You look for your people, right? And it's a relief, yeah, right, right, yeah. No, it, it absolutely. Yeah. So I think she there was that kind of like queer seeing seeing queer kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Um, just wanted to throw out uh, a lovely quote. Um, Amanda says to Wednesday, "Is that your bathing suit?" And then Wednesday says, is that your overbite? Yes. Yes. I wrote that down. Oh, my God. I was just going through a like, slow at work today, like writing down quotes. Um, Which, you know, it's 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 very much like a reading challenge. You oh, know what I mean? Like all of Wednesday's reads are brilliant. She, like, and then when Amanda says, why are you dressed like somebody died? Wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'll be the victim all your life. All your life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's brilliant. Just, it's, like it is. I think that th- these are the elements 
I, that I just feel like are so like if you're gay and you haven't seen this movie like you're gonna you're gonna fucking love this if you like drag yeah. race like right. reading challenges like it's all happening yeah. um, but anyway so let's go more into this kind of like here's Wednesday and Pugsley and then now Joel the, these queer people so they're telling ghost stories in the cabin in the girls cabin and uh, Amanda tells a story and it's not scary at all right 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 Ooh, and they're like <clears throat> ah which is a funny because mm. you know they're all just following suit right and then wednesday takes over and the most horrifying line is when all of the campers wake up all of their old noses had grown back right and they just start screaming they start screaming and yeah. it's horrifying them all of these girls are screaming because they've all had nose jobs right right um to fit in yeah to yeah. they've altered themselves to fit in with the status quo to mm -hmm. be what beautiful is to and, and then the thought of seeing their true selves again horrifies them. Right. So we have another juxtaposition, right? These people that are, are completely faking it, mm -hmm. right? And putting on a, a complete front. Um, another quote, uh, she gets the letter, Wednesday gets a letter from home saying right. that uh, Uncle Fester's getting married to Debbie. And she tells the cabin and oh, yeah. Amanda says, get out of the cabin i'd kill myself the help right she says he's marrying our nanny yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. um yeah it's i mean I, it's, she says the whole family is like some weird uh medical experiment right mm -hmm. um and essentially they are they're all they all really want wednesday and we see this more and more as this hor horrifying camp goes on um, that they just want them to conform. They just want them to pretend. They just want them to dress and drag. Mm -hmm. And we just want you to to be normal. Why won't you just be happy? Why won't you just be mm -hmm. real? You know, or yeah. be like us. They try to indoctrinate them in that little what is it, the Serenity Cabin yeah. <laughs> or whatever? The Harmony Hut. Harmony Hut. That's yeah, right. the yeah. Harmony Hut. It's like Jesus Camp. It's like conversion therapy, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so I'll get to that in a second. But one thing that um, uh, Wednesday says is she's like, we're not shy. We're contagious. Right, this idea that like actually we're just being ourselves, and if you're around us enough, like it might rub off. Right, right. Um, so anyway, yeah, the Harmony Hut. Um, Joel, this is when Joel kind of has his first interactions with Wednesday. Um, he says he wouldn't go horseback riding and he wouldn't make a birdhouse, and that's why he's in the Harmony Hut. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of get this idea that you know Gary and and Christine Baranski's character they're they're essentially bullying Joel mm -hmm. for not conforming. Yeah, yeah, certainly. I mean, it I, reminds me of a teacher, yeah. you know, in the front of a classroom, kind of like poking at like the weird kid. Mm -hmm. But I, and I think it, it, it not only is kind of like, and we see this when they do the Thanksgiving play, and he says that thing about like, um, don't you want to help me fulfill my vision or whatever? And like, you're altering my words. And, and there's that, there's that like narcissism that adults have about kids. Yeah. And then there's also like, life would be so much easier if you would all just get in line. And no one would poke out. You know what I mean? Right. And this would all like this would all be so much easier if you weren't being an individual. Right. You know? Um, and I think that that's kind of how life is. It's like that invasion of the body snatchers thing. It's like we all just kind of go along and everybody kind of marches to the same beat and everyone does the same thing. And you just like don't fall out of line with that. Yeah. And the whole thing with that movie was the people who were still humans had to. <clears throat> like to save their lives had to pretend pretend and, and act as if they didn't have emotions. Like right. that's how they had to act. And I think that um, it's the same idea here. It's like, I, and I think it's the same idea that we kind of see in the world is like, <clears throat> there are certain people 
who think life would be so much easier if you would just do it my way. Yeah. If you would just look like me and follow my beliefs and my morals. I remember teaching, I was teaching uh, middle school in New Jersey and um, uh, it was an advisory, which is kind of like homeroom, but it happened in the middle of the day and only happens like, you know, once every two weeks or something. Anyway, so I was working with this group and like the topic of gay people came up Mm -hmm. and this one little girl God bless her heart. Like she, she really meant it, and she meant it with the the most best intentions. Right, the most best, mm-hmm. the best intentions. She said, "I just think that they should all go on an island. That'll solve everything." It's called because- the Pines, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, already did it. Yeah, there's a ferry. I'm on my way. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, so. This camp gets more and more horrific for the Adams kids, yeah. right? So they try to escape, and they get the dogs out. Yeah, they get dogs out, and the whole camp is there, and it's kind of like, oh shit, these kids are being oppressed right now. Like this is like violence. Yeah, it gets like they, they're yeah. chanting punish, punish, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, no, we need to give them a chance, right? Um, so lo and behold, they come to the casting of the show. Oh, yeah. oh Gary's, I love Gary's this. play. Yes. And Amanda gets to play, you know, the beautiful uh, white princess. Right, because she wants to be an actress when she grows up. And <laughs> right, help right, me, right, I'm right, right. drowning. I'm drowning. <laughs> I just love that so much. I don't know how to swim. <laughs> um, and then they make Wednesday Pocahontas. And she says, our little brunette outcast, outcast. will be yeah. Pocahontas. Yeah. Brunette outcast. Yeah. Um. And then they go and name all of Pocahontas's quote unquote Indians. Oh, and they're and it's all the other queers. And like I think there's everybody else that doesn't fit in, and they can't really pronounce any of their names. And it's where like any of the nine white nine white exactly. kids are all in the Indian. Either you're they're non-white, or you're handicapped, or yeah. you have glasses, <laughs> yeah, or you're weird, right? Um, and you, it all starts to make sense. It's like oh, oh, so this camp is like. Oh, I'm rooting for these kids, yeah. these Indians, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and, and Pocahontas, and right. this sucks for them, right? right. Um, during the the production, uh, or excuse me, during the rehearsal for the Turkey Day play, which, by the way, why are they having a Turkey Day play in the summer? Yeah, it was like, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was really strange. weird. Yeah. Um, Gary, you see Gary actually hitting the kids. Oh, right. When they're doing the choreography. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they're like not in like, yeah, yeah, I remember so that. So for me, that's like this huge metaphor for mm-hmm. like get in line, mm-hmm. get in line, do yeah. what I, what my vision is. <clears throat> right. You know? Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's evil in the matrix is what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. If you don't conform, you get beat, you get yeah. punished, you <clears throat> get forced to be in drag, you know? Yeah. Um. So then uh, one of the quotes they wrote down, we're going to make an example out of you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Because they, uh, they're, they're not, they don't want to do it. Um, and says that no matter how pale, odd, or chubby, and whether they like it or not. Um, and then they put them in the Harmony Hut and right. days pass. Right. And finally Wednesday comes out and she has to put on drag. And it's she this does painful, that in the body scary thing. smile. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we see that racist fuck ass play. Um, oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah but like we get that great quote 20 grand for summer camp he's mr woo woo right <laughs> but there's that great I, I wish i wrote it down but there's that great little like mini monologue that wednesday says to amanda about like um 
it's this whole commentary about Native Americans. Yeah. It's like, you know, my people will be living in mobile homes and right. you're going to be doing this and doing that. Right. And Another one that I would le- love to hear a drag queen do. Yeah. 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 And, and and so because of that, we're going to burn your whole village right. down. And, the, and finally, we see the queers fighting back and everyone, including the parents, mm-hmm. get punished because yeah. they are also facilitating this violence against yeah. the queer. Yeah. Right. And they win and it's fabulous yeah. and we're rooting for them this evil destruction all of a sudden you know we're kind of with people like debbie we're with mm-hmm. people like the family we're mm-hmm. like okay yeah no right well i mean that's one of the things i think that this movie take it takes the, to the extreme the idea of not taking life too seriously which you know rupaul says all the time right <clears throat> but I, we see that to like a morbid degree here like people they try to kill a baby for like 10 minutes in this movie. <laughs> and then it's like all out destruction at this camp. Yeah. It's just like. It, and it's it's one of the most beloved scenes by mm-hmm. people that know this movie. Like yeah. that's the turkey day scene. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's. it's inc- Eat me. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, I actually, you know, they, they give the impression that she like sets Amanda on fire, like ties her up and sets her on fire. Of course, we see her Wait, in an airplane later. I know. Oh. It's like, okay. Because that oh. would have been, to me, I was like. Mm. <laughs> Right. But, you know, you do notice in the Adams family that whenever there's violence, that nobody dies. Sure. Well, they there have was, these powers or something. There was the stripper who died in the cake at the bachelor party. That was really fucked up. Um, that was fucked up. That was fucked up. I have um, to say that was really fucked up. And there up. was a part of me that was surprised that Debbie died at the end, that she got, like, disintegrated. Oh, yeah. I was just, I was like, Oh, okay. Usually in these kind of movies, they get taken. Yeah, away. in the handcuffs. Right, or they yeah. just get blown out into this. In, you never see them again. You don't see them die. You just see them leave the story. Yeah. Um, so it was just like, oh, okay. Like, this movie was funnier and darker than I expected it to okay. be. Okay. You know, which is not a complaint. Yeah, sure. It's just like, oh, okay. Wow. Sure. This, I, I guess I thought it was slighter than it was. Well, really nobody was. comes for the Adams family. No. And gets away with it. That's okay. what I read. Yeah. On IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, I'm just looking at my notes because I we've anyway I, that's kind of that's kind of where I am with this uh, mm-hmm. just watching the Adams kids I see so much about uh, who the queer is in the world and the commentary being made mm-hmm. about the oppression that they face right yeah. and how bullshit it is mm-hmm. well and I think there's a I mean it's all very obvious by looking at them that they're very different but it just it, it highlights that whole thing of like anytime you are like it's not I don't just say different because different from what compared to all what you know right. but like when you are the other but I think the other being when you are wholly yourself you know we we're saying before that all these rich people are putting on this drag and the Adams in a sort of drag I mean Morticia hello oh Raven uh, you know <laughs> that is who they are there is no pretense to that right but I think what that comes to is this idea that you have to be prepared if you're going to be your authentic self in the world you are only going to reflect back to other people how much they're not being their authentic yes. selves and they are going to flip a yeah. shit and it will it, it could get violent sure yeah because people are threatened by it yeah and i just like it's a, it's just an interesting it, it's such a because you know you tell people all the time oh be yourself just be yourself like sh- you know shine your light and all that shit but like that doesn't prepare people for the responses they're going to get and it doesn't like you know protect them from that you know right. what i mean like, and so i think the way that the atoms walk in the world marching to the beat of their own you know death their, their own death march you know what i mean right. their own drum their own funeral march, their own funeral march you know yeah, yeah 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 marching to the beat of their own dirge um and that they're not phased they don't they don't question it they don't answer to questions of to it they don't um i mean i will say this 
and I'm only going to say this and we can move on, but they're also very privileged. They have a lot of money. Sure. But so it's th- easy for them to kind of be in their own space. This is like we were talking on the train about Suzanne Summers, and we were saying, yeah, she's a real, like she she's lives a in. Kook. She, yeah, and she lives in her own world that supports whatever notion she wants right, to Right. Like Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to do all that. She's not going to go broke, taking yeah, all these steam hormones. Steam your vagina. Steam yeah. her vagina. You know, yeah. if that's what you want to do, go for it. Right. Um, Yes, of course, they have money, there's privilege and all that, but I think... Anyway, I think that that is what it is. You know what I mean? And I think the counter to that is I appreciated that Christina, like Wednesday Adams had that speech about the Native American. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's like that acknowledgement. Right. Like she knows. Yeah. 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 And I think she's a privileged kid going to this camp, but who sees. Yeah, exactly. Who sees the, you know, Mm -hmm. the drag. She's she's turning it upside down. Right. 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 So I I, I hear that. But I, I just I think that there's a. There was something surprisingly, I don't want to say inspirational, but kind of like, oh, yeah, you kind of got to go through this world like Morticia Adams. You know what I mean? You kind of got to act as if you always have that light on your eyes. Well, I go into the world like she danced with Gomez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that scene Ugh. when he's kissing her arm and right. then the, the, the fire up from her skirt. And it's so 90s, right? Oh, it's so, so 90s. Like, the dance scene. It, it reminds me of the dance scene in A League of Their Own. You know what I mean? Like just that sense. Oh, of, the swing the scene. The swing scene. I just like, oh, this is what we did in the 90s. These what, this is what movies did in the 90s. Yeah, they, they, had, they had dance sequences. They did big dance sequences. Yeah. yeah like I'm, I'm all, I'm here for it. Yeah, with bits and dialogue in the middle. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that kind, right. It's a very cozy aesthetic, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, oh there I I just have this note that early on in the movie when Morticia is talking to Gomez about like what she wants to do with her life, blah blah, blah I want to do this and that, and then she says that's all, and I was like that's all, that's all, because there's all these threads we were talking about, like there's all these like connected threads, um, and it's like oh yeah. That's all. That's all. That's all. Um, I mean, I did really appreciate when she is giving birth, and mm. she's like, uh, like it's nothing, right? He's like, "Are you in absolute agony?" And she goes, "We." Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I love when if we're gonna just keep giving love to Morticia yeah, when she's reading it. "Cat in the Hat" to the baby, and then she gets to the last page and she says, "Oh no, he lives. He lives." I just. <laughs> well, speaking of stories, I did also appreciate they featured. Well, the cat in the hat is a great mm-hmm. drag kind of story. Yeah. But also, um, Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Um, Debbie reads Cinderella and changes the ending and, you know, about the mm-hmm. bald man. Um, but Cinderella is a perfect drag story. Yeah. Yeah. Fair I mean, tale. sure. I mean, what drag queen has not had a bunch of birds and squirrels trying to get her into a gown before the show? You know what I'm saying, Mary? Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> been there. Bippity boppity. Bippity boppity. Boo. <laughs> um, oh, one more quote that I feel like in and in or out of context I love. All that I could forgive, but Debbie Pastels. <laughs> I mean <laughs> Oh my god, they're totally they also like loved how she murdered. Oh yeah. yeah. They were like Oh, wow. Well, you it brings me back. Yeah, you mentioned this earlier. It's like Debbie would fit in perfectly yeah. with the Adams. Yeah. I mean, in a really like grotesque, morbid yeah, way. Yeah, she would. Yeah. Um, she tries to kill Fester, and he's like, it didn't hurt. It's right. Fine. Like, and, and they like they talk about, Gomez talks about like all these different things he did to Fester. Like, oh, right. I took out his brains while he was sleeping. I knocked out four of well, his Well, that teeth. was Fester did that to Oh, Fester Gomez. to Gomez. Yeah. But like, they do this shit to each other. She would have a family. She yeah. would fit in. She because it's like she just wants to fit in somewhere. Right. Wasn't everybody? You'd right. fit in perfectly here. Oh, totally. 
Totally. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do I have written down here? Uh, the mm, the composer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it? Uh, Mark, Shaman. Mark Shaman Yeah He's produced So yeah. a lot of it was him mm-hmm. um, But yeah So he did The Beaches He was the music supervisor Oh he's a big name Yeah Beaches Beaches okay. Come yeah. on Beaches Did you ever know My hero <laughs> Everything I The Wind Beneath My Wings Yeah um, Obviously Sister Act You mm-hmm. know Who's worked with yeah. uh, This writer before um, Sleepless in Seattle Oh Sister Act 2 Okay mm-hmm. That's a big I mean already I'm impressed Yeah, yeah. Um, The City Slickers movies Which the music is fantastic for Oh yeah I never really watched those Really? Yeah I never got into them I don't know why Um, The first Wives Club oh, Diane Keaton over acting for days In and out Sure Okay I'm trying to name some like mm-hmm. Gay movies mm-hmm. South Park Bigger yeah. mm-hmm. Longer And uncut mm-hmm. um, I'm shaming that The Wedding Planner Oh, you saved my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> you smell like grilled cheese sandwiches. Um, <laughs> Hairspray in 2007. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he's still working. So. No, he's a big name. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's a behind and in front. I mean, it's produced by Scott Rudin. Like, yeah. It's directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. Like, it's a, it's a big movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Oh, I'm just looking at my notes and I'm seeing the quote. Will you be traveling alone? Yes, I'll be a widow. <laughs> you know, and again, I mean, credit just goes back. I mean, certainly the performance, but the credit just goes back to Paul Rudnick for like just this brilliant queer aesthetic. Oh yeah, to these lines. <clears throat> well, and even so, uh, well, for sure. But and even how the normal world reacts to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we hear Nathan Lane as the oh, cop. Yeah. He says, "Who are you? What are you? Who moved the rock?" Right, right, and that's when. Gomez is like Has the planet gone mad Like I seek justice Denied Right What queer person Hasn't said that Right Right totally Anyway I'm just like Kind of going there I know And it's yeah. great Because it's it's what we do Here at All Right Mary yes. Yeah um, <laughs> And it's like I mean I'm sure a lot of people Are not like me And have seen the movie before So it's kind of like We're not gonna do like A recap of a movie That everybody except me Has seen Right um, We're gonna give it An All Right Mary lens Yeah you know, Queen Queen out on its women, you know. Give me a kiss. Give me a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this oh, this was a really gosh, pleasant surprise. The Macho Man scene, which we've talked about yes, before. Yes, yeah. It's, I mean, the, the fact that YMCA, like the the people who sung YMCA, mm, the village people, people yeah. are in this movie, are featured somewhere. Yeah, yeah with mm-hmm. that dress that she's wearing and she's mm-hmm. dancing and yeah. all these sailors, it's Greek sailors. Which I mean, to it's me, so gay. Greek sailor to me feels like a euphemism for like. <laughs> Butt plug. You well, know it's what I like mean? it's like you know, are the boys playing leapfrog on the plate? Yes, yes, in the bird exactly. Cage? Yeah. Oh, I have boys on my plate too. <laughs> yeah. I have a girl. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We, I, you know, what? we have to do the bird cage because of yeah, Diane sure. Weiss. Diane Weiss and Christine Bransky's in oh, it. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And really, I mean, Robin Williams is. He's a he's a, he's a very special actor. I would sure. love to do. I'd For love sure. to review a movie with him in it. Um, we've talked about Mrs. Doubtfire. That may come yeah, down yeah. the line. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this was this was a really um, a very pleasant surprise. This is a movie I would put on again in the background. Queer movie. Yeah, that. Yeah, I I highly recommend it. There's and, more and more. There's so many Easter eggs in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is uh, I think. Definitely a sign of a queer movie. Yeah, right. Well, because there's coded things. Mm-hmm. There's things that are hidden. Yeah. In in the dialogue, mm-hmm. in how things are said. Certainly, and and it's and it's queer from a certain era where right. you are 
you're trained to hide clues. Yeah. You're trained to look for clues. You know, like sex was cruising. It's like a fucking Easter egg hunt. You know right. what I mean? Right. You got to look in the bushes, you know? Yeah. And I there think they are. There they are. Yeah. I see a couple of eggs. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, Ooh, right. Those are... <laughs> Those are not good. Yeah. Couple of rotten eggs. Couple of rotten eggs right there. They look scrambled. Overcooked. Yeah. <laughs> Over easy. Over easy. Oh, I think the shell's cracking on those. <laughs> oh, look. That one's a brown egg. <laughs> that one's deviled. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah. So, it's, I mean... It, it's the kind of, you know, we talk about this a lot with like generational, generational gays, you know, and like gays now and like how much you don't really have to code now. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Gay movies are out gay now. Gay movies are out now. I mean, Call it, Me By Your Name is like an a, For an sure. Oscar Moonlight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like it, mm-hmm. it's, it, they don't have to do this anymore. Right. And I mean, In and Out came out and it was like, whoa. Because it was just so out. Yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. mainstream. Kevin Klein, Joan yeah. Cusack. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a big deal. Yeah. Tom Selleck. Yeah. 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 And like just seeing Tom Selleck and Kevin Klein kissing yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously there were gay movies before this. But this was different. Yeah. Yeah. And You so, still had to code. You mm-hmm. still, if you wanted to sell tickets, mm-hmm. you couldn't be so bold. Yeah. And I think, you know, with movies like In and Out that really brought in like we're coming out mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know and the birdcage is another great example right right where it's like you have these big stars you know Nathan Lane did you not know he was gay oh my god I know right <laughs> right uh, boy he played that well he's like yep you bet he did yep <laughs> he knew yeah Madonna yeah. oh no that's Robin Williams that's Robin Williams yeah <laughs> he's also brilliant but he could do anything um, yeah it's you know and it's I know this is a little I, I don't mean to say, like, it's a little problematic, I guess, to say, like, I kind of miss the coding. The only reason I miss it is because it's kind of like forced creativity. It's kind of like when you can't use, you know, fuck shit, you know, whatever. Like, you can't use expletives, so you have to, like, find a creative way to say something sure. really nasty. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I appreciate the artistry of that. Right. But it's really, like, it's the... I guess it's kind of like the sheen on a really kind of like actually unfortunate thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to push back, uh, and yes, I, I, I agree that it's fun, mm-hmm. um, but like it's nice to see characters that are queer that aren't the villain. Of course. That aren't psychopaths mm-hmm. that, you know, don't dress up like their mothers and it's seen as the most horrible thing. Right. No, you know? of course. We all dress up like our mothers, right? I, I dressed up in her clothes. Norman Bates. I was like, "Oh, this is nice." What we call this a shift dress? She was at work, but we all go a little bad. Sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, totally. I, I get what you're saying. I think uh, the the creativity is what I miss, but I appreciate that obviously. The, the, There's the so much range. more creativity now that yeah. they can do yeah. with it being open. You can supplement that with the range of things you can do with gay Right. Characters. Like, I just yeah. watched um, Cherry Pop last oh, night. Oh, it gets on my list. Bob yeah. the Drag Queen. Uh-huh. Tempest du jour. Oh, all right, Mary. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Now, are they, like, how much are they in the movie? So, they're all supporting cast. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. you see them a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll check Detox it out. Detox is in it. Oh, good. Yeah, that's been on my list. I've and Latrice Royale is in it. Oh, good God. Ugh. Uh, as a as a as a you know male. Oh, all right. Oh, that's yeah. cool too. Yeah. All right. Um, well, get those nuts in my face. You know. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Marys. Uh, as we're wrapping things up here, I think we're wrapping things up. Yeah. Here. Oh no, I yeah. have I have no more things to say except if you have not seen this movie, go see this movie. Yeah. Um, it is 
uh, Christine Baranski is everything to me. Oh, her pleated shorts. Are I have everything. a wonderful idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, she's like, there's so many. It's a perfect example of implicit racism or implicit homophobia or mm-hmm. implicit violence, right? Mm-hmm. When when somebody is smiling at you and making you feel like shit. Oh, it, it's the ultimate psychopath move. Yeah. Yes, when you do it with a smile. Right. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of great roles in this movie, but I think I would love the opportunity to play that role. Oh, because sure. Because it's just, you. It, it's... I mean, I would play Debbie. Well, duh. And I, <laughs> yeah, of course, right? Uh, and technically, I should be playing grandma, but like... <laughs> If we're gonna go with tradition of things I choose, but um, <laughs> or Dana Ivy, maybe you know I'm. I'm, I'm oh, Dana Ivy. Maybe I could play Dana Ivy's character. She has and, a bigger part in the first movie. Yeah, I figured, and then I'll play Christine Baranski because they don't have the, any scenes together. Right. That's fine. Oh I, yeah, you could yeah. be double cast. Yeah, I don't, I'm not okay. mad at that. All right. Um, All right, I'm versatile. Yeah. So, <laughs> God. Just letting, letting Mary's know. Um, <laughs> So anyway, speaking of which, actually not at all, um, before we wrap things up, I want to quickly talk to you guys about our Patreon. You Um, guys? You guys, gals. uh, And non-binary pals. Ella, whoever's out there, um, (laughs) are Marys. It's safe to say our Marys. You Marys. It's so safe. Um, I know when podcasts talk about their Patreon, it's like, all right, time to like hit pause and go to something else. Um, But obviously, as we've talked about in past episodes, our plan with Patreon is if you're giving, we're giving back. And so the way we're doing that is with these bonus episodes. And what we've set up now on Patreon, there's two different like contribution levels. Um, So what we are planning on doing is four bonus episodes a month. We do basically four main stage episodes. We'll do four untucked episodes. Think of it that way. This is our second of the month. Yeah. And so uh, we've already done Dropped It Gorgeous this month. Now we No, 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 no. No, we, not oh, we sorry, did Devil Wears, Devil Wears Prada. Prada. I heard, I saw the D, and I just went in a different direction. Happens to the best of us, right? <laughs> um, so, what is it? Uh, is bother someone else with your incompetency, yeah. boogie boards, or surfboards, or something? <laughs> um, so, am I reaching for the stars here? <laughs> By all means, move at a glacial pace. Right, florals um, for spring, <laughs> groundbreaking. All that I could forgive, but Debbie pastels. <laughs> So anyway, we should be talking about Patreon. So we have two spend levels that we're making uh, options. There's the $2 level and the $5 level. Come on, $2. Come on, $2. Come on, $5. So at the $2 level, you get access to one bonus episode a month. Yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah, it's great. And uh, we would certainly, uh, we're, we'll, we would just choose one at random or just which one we decide each what month. What happens that month. Yeah. What happens that month. And then if you do the $5 level, you get all four bonus episodes. Hello. Hello. Uh, we're also doing a monthly All Right Mary newsletter, which is starting in January. Which yes. is, uh, we, you know, we... We love to recommend things and suggest ideas and different things we want you to check out and, you know, YouTube clips and whatnot. And so this is a great way to get that over to you in all, all in one place. Um, so, yeah. So if you are interested in being a part of this uh, Patreon experience, you can over to patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. My Siri just went on. I don't know why she was. Siri, shut up. Siri. Seriously. Seriously. Um. And you can uh, check out those options. And if you have any questions, you can, of course, contact us. How could they contact they us? They can contact to us on Twitter. Contact to us. They can contact us on Twitter, Twitter, at All Right Mary. Or you can email us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can go on over to the website, www.allrightmary.com. Find us on the contact, contact page. 
um, and leave us a little note. Um, I love that people have been doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It's great. So do it. We get them. We respond. It's great. Oh, yeah. Um, And of course, you can also, as we always say, you can head over to iTunes. You can leave us a rating, leave us a review, let other Marys know out there. We are, it's the, it's the end of a long day, Mary. So let other Marys out there know uh, <laughs> that we are a Drag Race and Drag Race adjacent podcast worth listening to. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, so I think that we don't have a last chance lip sync on nope, these. No, not so on these. I think no. this is all we've got for now, Marys. Go. Right, so Mary. uh, I think all I've got left to say is, uh, I think I'm just going to say bye. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't got, I don't got none. Oh, I mean, I'll do it again. Graceful. Delicate. There you go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, Mary.